handoff to Poole. Bump, takes a three off the dribble. It's good! In between traffic, he's, he's angry right now because he got pushed by Edwards to the floor. Maybe that'll make it go better. Jordan Poole will be our post-game guest. And he's going to put the headset on for us. Where y'all at? Right here. What up? I need to see those smiles. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's t first of all, I, I, I want to give you a chance to uh, say something about Andrew Wiggins. He's going to start in the All-Star game, and that's a huge accomplishment for any player, and especially a guy like Andrew coming over in the trade and adjusting to everything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, man, first and foremost, congratulations to Wiggs. Congratulations to Steph. Um, they worked so hard for this. Um, Wiggs is his first time being a starter, and I mean I couldn't be more more excited for him, man. He he's so humble, he's so talented. Um, he brings a great energy night in and night out. And then for Steph, man, we're not going to overlook the fact that uh, he's been here a numerous of times, and it's really hard to keep that up. It's insanely hard to keep that up. So congratulations to those two guys, um, and just keep prospering. I want to know how much work you put in on those offhand, left-hand finishes because you're getting awfully good at that, and, and it, it's really fun to watch. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, every, everything I do with my right hand, I do with my left hand. I mean, I just try to keep it pretty even. Um, I try to keep it uh, simultaneous. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Symmetrical. If I do everything with my right, I want to try to do everything with my left. Um, and then I just kind of incorporate all my workouts and um, make a daily repetition. Do you drop the sweet left-handed skyhook on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been practicing that since since college. <laughs> Today was, I guess, it made his debut, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's been the difference the last two games in the offense? The best two games you guys have put together in a while offensively. Scored a bunch of points, but mostly you've been really efficient doing so. Um, man, I think we're just all figuring it out. You know, I think we know how talented we are, how dangerous we are. Um, and we're just trying to get everybody looks in their, in their right spots without having to have them work so hard. Like, Clay had 23, and Steph had 30, 29, Wiggs had 20. So being able just to go out there and have our scores be aggressive and, um, you know, play their games, it makes it a lot easier. So we're just figuring it out game by game. You really wanted to punch that one down and rip the rim down in the second half, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, the first one was a foul on the floater. Like, no question about it. But if you attack the rim a second time, you're right. You at least got to get a call. But um, I guess they wanted to get home tonight. <laughs> and to, to avoid a fine, we're not sure who said that. Uh, but okay, yeah. Could have been me. Uh, anonymous. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jordan, 5 of 10 from the field, 6 of 6 line. You had 5 assists, 3 rebounds. Rebounds, a steal, 19 points in 24 minutes. That's a job really well done off the bench. Congratulations on that and the win. Appreciate it. Thank you. Warriors with a win 124 to 115 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Golden State goes to 36 and 13. And the Wolves are 24 and 24. And, you know, just a, a couple of quick thoughts. Uh, it felt like, you know, a game of a few years ago, Splash Brothers combined. For 52 points, 11 of 19 from three. Uh, Elias says it's the sixth time in franchise history they've had uh, three guys with five or more threes. The other one being Andrew Wiggins, who had 19 on his All-Star announcement night. Last two nights, the, the offense looked like it. 
has been and like it could be. You know, but he, he brought up a great point on the air in that let's see a few more games of this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they put two together now. And I love the efficiency. Like Wiggins, 7 for 12. Clay, 9 for 16. Steph, 10 for 20. So that is a combined, let's see, 48 shots between those uh, three. And they had 52, 71 points on those 52 shots. So, I mean, that it's going to be really hard to beat them unless you're just on fire offensively yourself. And the Wolves weren't. They were 10 for 44 from three. And a couple of those were Anthony Edwards ones late. Carl uh, Anthony Towns hit one late. Well, the Warriors hit 21 threes. I don't know if that's a season high. Maybe not, but it's got to be close, I would think. That's a lot of threes. And it was just fun to see those guys all together. And that's kind of the the hope, right? And, then, like, I don't know if you're going to get Wiggins to score 19 on 12 shots all the time. But you would like to see him still get his shots, still remain uh, aggressive and still engaged because you know clay and Steph are getting their shots that's just a given and you want wiggins to be that third guy like always that third guy and then jordan pool 19 shots on 10 or 19 points on 10 shots so they were that's insanely efficient from those four your top it, four it, guys it ties the season high 21 okay. against oklahoma city back on october the 30th okay yeah so it's been it's been a while but that, I don't know, you can expect that every night where your top four guys are just rolling. I mean, that that's that's a little bit of an anomaly, but it sure looked good. And really, you don't need all four of them to be rolling. You just need them all to be aggressive and then have two of them, you know, get theirs. And maybe you could withstand one guy having an off night. And let's remember, Draymond's ain't even back. So, I mean, Draymond makes a huge difference. He would have made a huge difference tonight. Because Carl Anthony Towns wouldn't have been getting all those buckets inside. He would have got a few of them just because he's so skilled. But Draymond, for his size, does as good a job as anybody in the league of bodying out big guys, making it tough on them to finish around the rim, all those things. But, yeah, the last two games have been really, really good to see. And we'll see if they can keep it going on Saturday against the Nets because I'd imagine that one's going to have a little offensive fireworks too. Maybe the two, two of the best guard tandems in the league, well, for half their games, if you're Brooklyn. Uh, but those two guys, I mean, the things that separate, uh, it, and I, I really think, I don't know if anybody's talking about it much, but this may be, eh, I mean, I don't know if I should say this because I have to go back and watch everything, but one of, if not his best defensive year, Steph is having. I mean, he's having oh, a yeah. really nice yeah. defensive and year. And the numbers bear it out. Do so, they? Yeah, the defensive ratings bear it out. Well, I'm going to say it then, since okay. the numbers bear it out. Uh, he's been really good defensively this year. Kyrie and, and Harden, you know, they're not the best defenders. I, I, I haven't looked at their numbers. We know how good Clay is, but that'll be a fun matchup uh, between those two. But tonight, really fun to see this team string back-to-back games together offensively. And, you know, barring anything unforeseen, uh, Steph Curry plays in that game, he'll have another franchise record. Most games played ever. He's going to have a whole bunch of them. You know, I've said this a million times, but I really mean it. When I first got to the Warriors and I pouring through the uh, media guide my my first year, 95, 96. Yep. And uh, I'm looking at the records and well, I don't have to look up any scoring, rebounding, or, you know, records are all Will Chamberlain. You yep. Know, yep. Maybe a couple of Nate Thurmans thrown in there, Rick Barry's, but, you know, 99% of them are Will Chamberlain. And, and but now, you know, he's rewriting the record book and, and – 
by the way, it's it's obvious, but it, it's you can say it, it. The first time that they have scored 20-plus in the game together since the 2019 NBA Finals. Wow. I thought you were going to say when you first got here, you couldn't wait to leave, and now you're really happy here. <laughs> it's fun to watch. <laughs> there were a couple of seasons. Lean uh, <laughs> years. Lean years. See, people don't understand that. People, the young, Especially a lot of the younger fans don't understand what it was like. I mean, you know, there was that one game. One year we won, well, like, 1-31 in 31 to end the season. I mean. That's, that's, tough, to, that's tough to do. Oh. That is really, really tough to do for the. Cl- I don't even think we did that with the Clippers. Yeah. That was not uh, not good. Now yeah. they don't. They tune don't in, realize what it tomorrow. was like. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what it was like. Oh. I, I tell people, I said the Warriors for a good stretch there were the Clippers and the Nets. It was just it was terrible, just awful. It was bad basketball and, and just bad everything, and you could count on that. Every single year. And now, since Joe and Peter have been here, it's just been it's been excellent. When the Grizzlies came around up in Vancouver, and the, the great Don Poirier was their announcer, who unfortunately he's now the late Don Poirier. But uh, for some reason, the first few years, we would always play Vancouver in April, home or road, whatever. And it was either me or him. We'd you know roll into the gym and we'd make eye contact, look at each other, and just laugh. Because <laughs> you know? they'd be like fifteen and sixty something. We would be like you know nineteen and something. And it's like oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it was it was the good old days. The good old days. <clears throat> oh, oh man. You know, and that you know the. The other thing about teams, you know, not as much now, but back then, if you had a veteran team that was not good or wasn't going anywhere you had a lot of guys who would go you know what my back's tightening up oh yeah it's going to be out for at least two and a half months yep (laughs) no they would just tank it would be a self tank there's one year in the april game we had more salary twice as much salary behind the bench in street clothes than we had on the on the bench yeah (laughs) that's not good That is not oh, geez, good for boy. moving. RC does not like going down memory lane. <laughs> he's got the hook out early. You, you mean nightmare lane? He's got. He's like Sparky Anderson changing pictures. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Captain Hook coming out. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get a couple of things in on, on this game before okay. we leave. Um, I thought Jordan looked really good off the yep. bench, decisive. I think again that's a that's a big key for him, as, as you pointed out. Um, you know, real happy for Wiggins. It's an imperfect science, you know, people voting uh, to start. And, and he, you know, he will get something about that. But it, it, it really it's great to see a guy get it who's worked hard. And he's worked hard to make himself a better two-way player. And, and that's, that's what I take out of that, is that now he's a, he's a good defender now and was not known at all as a defender when he arrived here. And he's worked on his game, and he's just, you know, he's, it's a perfect situation for him here. Well, he's bought in. He came here, and he realized where his career was headed and decided, you know, I'm going to buy into what's going on here. They, they, they know what they're doing here. They've had championship teams here, so you listen to the people that are here, and you listen to your teammates, and I'm sure when he came here, they told him, look, you need to be a defensive, like an all-defensive player, uh, that that type of player. And you're right, he has bought in, and to the point now where he guards their toughest perimeter player. I mean, he gets out there and he gets after it night after night after night, 
and I said this a couple days ago, he doesn't get enough credit for posting every game. He's there. He shows up. Yeah. He does not miss games. Uh, the best ab- ability is availability. Well, he's always available. He's always and that people discount that. And look around the league. See how many guys miss games. This guy's out. That guy's out. This guy's out. Out two weeks. Out four days. Out three weeks. Not him. He's there. And if he has a chance to play, he's going to play. And I, I appreciate that. And I know Steve does as well. Final thought for me uh, on this. And, and just again, um, they may not be a, a huge factor in the Western Conference playoffs this year. But I think this is another team. You know, just when the pendulum looks like it's swinging back to the east, you got Memphis on the rise, taking a big jump this year. And this team's going to be, I think, a good team for, for years because they have a lot of young players and they have guys, you know, that not all their young players are looking to score 20 a night. Yeah. And they're looking to do other things. And that's a nice combination to have when you have a guy like Anthony Edwards, when you have Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. This is going to be a pretty good team, I think. Well, we we got to see D'Angelo Russell here, and he just didn't fit in here. Right. Uh, it, did, it didn't work for him. They have a they have a threesome there, and they kind of fit together. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Edwards, and Russell. And then what you want to have is some guys around them that do all the dirty work, like uh, Reed or Norvell, uh, McDaniels, and then certainly Vanderbilt, who both of us like a lot. He just he's fun to watch, Man. and he flat out he flat out gets mm-hmm. after it. Uh, you know, it, eventually they're going to start needing some more three point shooting. I mean, they don't have a lot of of guys that space the court. They had in their their best three point shooters, their biggest guy. Yeah, I mean he's he's their best three point shooter. Uh, Anthony Edwards will probably get better in time. D'Angelo Russell's not bad. Uh, but some of those guys that we talked about don't necessarily space the court all that well. So that's when you can really use your athleticism when the court is is stretched out. Because you think about the Warriors, from about the hash mark, eh, even further than the hash mark, if you're looking down on the court right now, uh, I would say maybe three or four feet beyond the top of the key. They make you defend all that area. If you draw a line yeah. from one end of the court to the other end of the court, and it's five feet above the top of the key, everything inside that you have to guard. Everything. And it just makes it so much more tougher for your defense to cover all that ground. Well, some teams you don't have to guard that much, and it can it contracts everything, and it's easier to guard everything outside the three and all the things inside the paint. So that's our next step. But I think they're making progress. And while we, I, I don't want to say we, I and a lot of people think, wow, the, the Warriors really, really crushed them on that trade. And they got Kaminga, they got Wiggins, they got D'Angelo Russell. I don't know that where the Timberwolves are at right now, they would do it differently. Because then they'd still have Wiggins and a draft pick. And who knows what they do with the draft pick. We've right. seen them mess that up before. So maybe this is a thing where the Warriors got something good and the T-Wolves end up getting something yeah. good and it ends up working out for both teams, hey, which is what you'd like to see trades do. D'Angelo Russell is playing great for them. Yeah. So, um, and his numbers bear it out. Their offensive numbers when Towns and Russell are on the floor are two of the best, you know, one of the best two-man combos in the league. So last thing. Yep. 
uh, which I said last time. Uh, this is this. He's is, not paying attention. No, he's, not, he's, 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 he's he's got the Penn State game on delay. Yeah, he's it. got he's that. A, he's yeah. watching his last second high school highlights. Yeah, like <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. Oh, one of my friends just happened to send this to me. Yeah, just happened to send it to you. <laughs> You walk into his he house. There's a big screen. It's on loop. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt Kolsky coming up. The, yeah, the, this is the sixth time they've had had three guys make five threes. The yep. first time it happened was December 28, 2015. I would have never guessed this in a million years. Steph Curry had six. Kay. Clay Thompson had five. Okay. The third guy, Draymond. Wow. With five. Yeah. I'd forgotten that he used to make some threes occasionally. Yeah. He had five threes against Sacramento back on wow. December 20. I do remember making five. Remember in that game seven against the Clippers out in L.A.? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Five. Well, he's all, you know, uh, it, he he's one of the better in this area. He's one of the best game seven players going. His numbers in game sevens are off the chart. I mean, just his play. But. Well, think about what, what people would be saying about him. I mean, he's already on the track to the Hall of Fame. What they'd be saying about him. If the Warriors ended up winning that series against the Cavaliers, that game yeah. seven he had. Yeah. Was that like 32, 10, and 8 or something yeah. like that? It was ridiculous. Like, nobody can make a shot except for Draymond. Right. It's Walt Frazier-like. If you go back and look at the 1970 uh, game seven. It was an incredible game seven. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, All right. Saturday. 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 Oh, so we're doing Elton John songs on well, Saturday. Well, I guess okay. there, there we go. We go. Yeah. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Get that one going. <laughs> All righty. I will see you Saturday, Tim. All right, that's Tom Tilbert. I'm Tim Roy.